open-minded parents bring kids to local libraries, Pennywise, the Clown Story Hour, Battleground, Washington. Progressive parents eager to expose their children to new ideas that will in no way mentally or emotionally scar them for life showed up by the dozens for this weekend's Pennywise, the Clown Story Hour at their local public library. Throughout the hour, the harmless killer clown dazzled the audience with charming songs and dances and several short stories, and occasionally transformed into the physical manifestation of the children's deepest, darkest fears. The Clown Story Hour started in the small town of Derry, Maine in 2017, but has since become a popular feature of libraries across the nation. Despite the enthusiastic support, several bigoted organizations have spoken out against the activity. Representatives from an alt-right, probably super racist group called Parents Against People Literally Kidnapping and Eating Our Children have attempted to shut down the events, but they're obviously Nazis. Quote, sure, there have been a few cases where it turned out Pennywise was involved in some minor kidnapping and child consumption, but those incidents have been few and far between, only occurring every 27 years and pretty much everyone mysteriously forgets about it, end quote. And that was quoted by head librarian Chris Nurgen. Nurgen hopes the event will spark positive cultural change and open-mindedness, grooming children to be more accepting of homicidal clowns. In fact, many of the books read during the story hour are selected to do just that. The award-winning children's book, Georgie and His Sewer Friend, teaches children the value of trusting strangers. We All Float Down Here uses clever metaphors to help children give in to their fears. And The Paper Boat introduces the concept of every child's eventual inescapable demise. Parents attending with their children went out of their way to demonstrate enthusiasm throughout the entire event. The children themselves seem to have mixed responses. I like the part where his detached head stopped screaming, You'll float too! You'll float too! said Bobby Harrington, age seven. Six movie villains who we judged too harshly. As the Cruella DeVille origin story hits the big screen, here are some other film villains who were misjudged rather than evil. Miss Hannigan from Annie. Surrounded by boisterous seven-year-olds without recourse to iPhones or episodes of Teen Titans Go, who wouldn't turn to booze and staggering around in a feather boa? Also, an unrecognized trailblazer of the small-batch artisan gin industry. The Wicked Queen from Snow White. Tormented by a mirror and confronted constantly with a society that only values younger women, the Wicked Queen just needed a few cheerful girlfriends and a gung-ho webinar about dealing with the menopause. The Joker from Batman. Nowadays, if you're bad at applying makeup, you have YouTube. The Joker didn't have a Kardashian role model or know anything about contouring. No wonder he wanted to watch the world burn. Darth Vader from Star Wars. Struggling with chronic pain and respiratory illness while trying to hold down a job as chief enforcer for the Galactic Empire would make anyone want to telekinetically choke their annoying colleagues. Darth Vader deserves sympathy, not judgment. Lord Voldemort from Harry Potter. Dealing with the endless beating of privileged youth at a posh boarding school is enough to drive anyone to distraction. 
But imagine doing it while your soul is scattered across eight different locations. It would be like being a teacher after a very heavy weekend. Hannibal Lecter from Hannibal. An early adopter of the sophisticated food-wine pairing, was Lecter really that different to Heston Blumenthal? Okay, there was the murdering and sadism, but he was probably just annoyed that Waitrose hadn't given him his own food range. You're being rude. You're fake. You're fake news. You're fake news. Stop being rude. You're fake news.